0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, JR Mom, joined as always by JR Dad. Hi. How's it going, JR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. How's it actually going, JR Dad? I'm a, a little Dad? tired. Oh my God. You guys, <laughs> we have so much news for you. Uh, the cocktail of the week is, so we're, we're actually drinking margaritas right now because that's what we do. But okay, so I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got this ad somewhere <laughs> on social media we are telling
1: all our secrets. This could be (laughs) fine story that we're drinking whatever Goldschläger or whatever you want to make the cocktail of the week. Most of the time, we are
0: drinking the cocktail of the week. Yes,
1: this is margarita day.
0: But but like you look at the list on the wiki, and it's like margaritas a bunch of times. It's like painkillers. We can't can't
1: use that as a. I mean, we won't enrich anyone by saying margaritas again. We're for the twentieth time drinking a lot
0: of margaritas. Uh, But okay, so I got the social media ad for this company called sourced craft cocktails, which is really interesting. So it's like delivered to your house, craft cocktails, and you get like a full size bottle of whatever the spirit is in it. And then like a bottle of like the juices and syrups and stuff all mixed together. So basically you just dump the liquor and all the other stuff into a shaker and make yourself these cocktails. And it's interesting. Cause it's like, how, how do you get like, syrup and juice and whatever mixed together it's like actually made fresh like you buy you order this during the day by like 2 p.m and then it shows up at your house that night and it's like 70 bucks and you get 10 cocktails worth of whatever the drink is that you picked and their idea is that they're employing bartenders who kind of aren't working now because of covid yeah so they're making these and then they deliver them and uh so it's very interesting we can't get it down here in key west it's Kind of like New York, Chicago, DC, you know, f- probably LA, a few other places. Um, I have no business interest in them, but it looks really interesting. And they've got some great cocktails as like the options of what you can buy. So the one that we're going to talk about tonight is the cocktail of the week is called The Starry Night, which Aww, is a great name for a cocktail. Nice. Yeah. So it's vodka, lemon juice, elderflower syrup. There which we, we go. used in our previous oh, one, yeah, and uh, Topo Chico, which is just fancy club soda. <laughs> it's, it's club soda. It's very good. I've had it, but it's just club soda. Uh,
1: <laughs> How is it very good club soda?
0: Well, I mean, like you can tell a difference, right? Like, do you like San Pellegrino? Like, yeah, I don't actually yeah. like it all that much. Sure. It's not all that. Fizzy. I guess
1: it depends on the water, right? Like our Perrier. Soda Stream will never be as good as Perrier because the tap water is has a ceiling of quality but
0: see like perrier and San pellegrino they're natural they're carbonated out of the spring out of the ground you don't add the
1: god made the carbonation i know that is better
0: our water growing up when we uh
1: me mashing a button is not like god making carbonation
0: i mean you do a good job though (laughs) i wasn't fishing
1: and i'm you know aware of hubris but anyway
0: uh the so when when I, so I grew up in the same town my whole upbringing till I went to college. Uh, but we lived in three different houses when we were there. And when I was in high school, my parents built the house that they still live in to this day. Um, and we live way out in the middle of nowhere. So there's no city water or sewage or anything. So you, uh, you drill a well, and mm-hmm. that's where your water comes from. So our well was carbonated. So Naturally. All, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's not anymore. But uh, yeah, all the water... Out of the faucet, you take a shower. Water is carbonated. You'd like fill up a glass out of the faucet, wow. carbonated. Not not like you know, Lacroix, yeah, right. Right, <laughs> right? Like, right, right. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it would. The water would look kind of milky, and it's just because they were like all these teeny tiny little bubbles in there. And you'd listen, and it would be like, Shh, yeah, yeah. But you they'd... would
1: shower with it or flush mm-hmm. it. And yeah, then you'd, all the water was carbonated. We flush with San Pellegrino.
0: <laughs> when we very first moved in, there was also sand in the water. So you would take a shower, oh. and then there'd be like a little sand dune <laughs> around the drain. And then you try to
1: wash it off with more showering. With more
0: sand. That that went away faster than the carbonation. Huh?
1: Yeah. That could have been an operator error. Did you drill the well yourself, or was it done by professionals?
0: Uh, it was done by professionals, though. Both both that house and then the house that we lived in. Previously, my parents built the previous house also, mm-hmm. which was just up the road, and they drilled a well for that. Um, and I remember my dad at least dowsing for the well, and there may have been someone else who came out and did, did it this. work? I I mean, I was really little. I was wow. I was between first and second grade. I'm not sure I believe you're dowsing. So if you don't know what this is, it's where you take a kind of forked, like a Y-shaped branch, and you hold the like Y parts of it kind of taut in your hands and you walk around and the theory is if you have the gift of dowsing that the kind of stem part will turn and point down when you found a spot I mean, that's can't, good for not doing. everyone can do it not everyone can do it now interesting yeah
1: is it the same as those like the two l-shaped wires that you're supposed to
0: like the dowsing rods you use for ghost hunting yeah i think it, those that are in the same okay. spirit no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't know if one has those metal dowsing rods, if like those were originally designed for finding water or whatever. Okay. But I definitely, and I, like, I remember my dad walking around with a branch. I know he wasn't the only one dowsing, yeah, yeah. but I don't I don't remember if it was, if it actually worked or whatever. They knew where to drill anyway, and he just wanted to try it. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I remember the dowsing at both well drilling. And,
1: he, and he, he said it worked, or he believed that it worked that he had the gift?
0: I don't know. Okay. I I think he wanted to see if it would work. Yeah. You know, if he, like, oh, if I take this branch and I will, like, walk over this spot, is it going to go down? I don't know if he thought, like, I'm going to find water this way, or I have the ability to do it, or if he's just like, oh, I wonder, like, let's try that and see what happens. I don't know.
1: That was, it's a little bit witchcrafty to me. Oh, for sure. in In a, in a, in a Wiccan, Sense like it's you know, you're connected with the earth and you you have a sense for where the water is. Yeah, so
0: in that podcast, spooked that I talked about last time, yeah, there's a great story. Glenn Washington, who's the host, his family moved out to the country when he was little, and they were like the only black family in you know, kind of rural, whatever state they were in Ohio, maybe. Uh, but they were drilling a well mm-hmm. and And they kept drilling and there was no water. And then they call out the guy in the town who's dowsing. And I think Glenn Washington was like six at the time. And the dowsing guy, and he's like looking on at the guy, fascinated. And the dowsing guy's like, here, you try it. And he can totally do it. Like little baby Glenn Washington can do it. And they drill the well. And his family's like super religious. And then, I like there's, I mean, it's a great, he's such a good storyteller. And it's this great story of how you know, they drill the well there and his mom's really disapproving because they're, you know, really religious. And then it's like something bad happens. And it's like, they're like, oh, it's because it's the devil's water. Like the devil oh, guided no. this. Yeah. And then they have to like pray all night and God has to bless the water. It was, It's great. So you're going to have to dig that out of the five episodes of Spooked. All but right. it's, I, it gave me this flashback to the wells being drilled. Uh, yeah. uh, but no, there's a big machine that comes out and digs the hole puts the tubes in there so
1: finds fizzy water to shower with fancy fizzy and sandy water
0: yeah <laughs> i mean i was not especially for the first house i didn't really know what was going on right i was like six uh but even for the second house when i was in high school like i wasn't really you know i did whatever work i was asked to do but i wasn't you know all up to date on like all the process of what they were doing to build the house sure. right? Yeah. So, no,
1: no, right. Right. right yeah they weren't making you dig no i didn't
0: have to dig i didn't have to be there for a lot of it like i think i could drive the helicopter going over there um so anyway that's the cocktail that we call the starry night and if you want to try this thing like i said i've got no business connection to this company it just looks pretty interesting um if they delivered here i totally would have tried it uh sourced craft cocktails
1: what's the what's the fancy mexican soda water Tipo.
0: (laughs) topo chico i think it's texan texan Uh, I've I had it in Texas I was at Google Austin and they they've got
1: again fancy
0: yeah Topo Chico mineral water anyway yes the point there is that it's like mineral water and uh, like depending on the minerals it tastes different
1: there you go now I'm Uh, now I believe I believe I understand it's Mexican
0: Mexican sparkling water with an effervescence as aggressive as the summer heat that's what this website says. That's on their website. It'll
1: punch you in the face.
0: It's very tasty. Yeah. Um, anyway, you could use whatever club soda you want. Huh. It's like a Collins, a vodka Collins, basically, but with elderflower to make it a little fancier.
1: You say this like I'm supposed to, I would know what a vodka Collins <laughs> is off the top of my head. I've made you so many Collinses. Oh, yeah, totally. And you're like, and you just do this, and it's a different kind of Collins, and this is a different kind. So I'm like, these taste really good. A
0: Collins. It's lemon juice and simple syrup with a spirit. Yeah and club soda
1: it's like a mule is ginger ale and something
0: exactly so a collins lemon juice simple syrup club soda okay so i i normally make whiskey collins's or rye collins's tom collins would be a classic i think that's got gin maybe it has vodka i think gin gin i think gin yeah uh, you make a vodka Collins, so it's just you switch out the spirit. But lemon juice, simple syrup, club. Soda. But you don't
1: call it a Moscow Collins, or?
0: I don't think so. There's Tom Collins, Collins is the main one, and there's some other dude's name there is. that gets used. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think there's like a Thomas Collins, like a fancier. <laughs> who knows? Anyway, you guys can all Google this, but this is basically like that. But you use elderflower syrup instead of regular simple syrups. So you just fancy it up a little bit yeah i just read some
1: posts today about something you know speaking of googling everything which yeah. we have this low-key disagreement about
0: your dad's always like i wonder about this thing I, yeah that'd be interesting i wonder what that means And i'm like just google it stop wondering and just find out
1: Yeah, there's someone somebody tweeted a, a tom waits quote and i love tom waits and he's <clears throat> sort of a throwback too mm-hmm. but it's basically like you know you used to be able to go somewhere and go what's the story and you have a long big discussion about what the story is and what the thing is and now you just google it and it's like there's you never have to ask what's the story you know what the story i is. can
0: ask siri hey siri what's the story siri doesn't want to talk right now
1: yeah well tom waits would <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um anyway so there we go that's cocktail of the week i'm a,
1: I'm a big fan of the zone of uncertainty <laughs> you hate yes, that
0: I, i'm just there's just no reason I'm fine with it if it's an unknown, but if it's just like it's on the internet and we're just going to wonder about it together instead of looking it up, that's not unsatisfying to me.
1: A world of wonder. Isn't that what everyone wants? Wonder. Childlike but wonder. It's
0: fake wonder. Like you're wondering no. about a thing that there's an actual answer to. This is why I can't like DVR sports events. Like, oh, there's a hockey game, I'm, but I won't be home. I'm, I'll DVR it and then I'll watch it tomorrow. The, why? I. That, that's not interesting to me because it's done. I can just go look up the score. Hmm. I'm just like, oh, so now I'm stuck wondering about a thing that like I know that actually there's an answer to. Yeah. The wonder is great if you got to wait to find out. See, like, I no think answer. there's not
1: an answer to everything. And I'm, we're, we're not, I'm not talking about objective science here, right? I'm just talking about like...
0: Literally all the shit is... you wonder about has an actual <laughs> answer. That hockey game from yesterday has a final score.
1: Maybe I never graduate to the actual philosophical <laughs> questions where you couldn't just find the value like what is good you can't just find the answer to that um, the meaning of life you can't just say 23 you have to like
0: 42. you talk about it we can totally talk about that anytime you want but usually you're just like i wonder what the first album was from that band <laughs> could be this could be that and I'm google it just just google it siri tell him the answer yeah
1: I guess make I, him shut up i guess i have wonder about things that <laughs> are <aren't> verifiable <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> yeah be that as it may
0: <clears throat> okay so we're a little punchier than usual because we didn't get much sleep oh my god CBGB woke us so we went to bed like 11 11 30 last night oh. and at one o'clock CB woke us up <gasps> panting mouthing mouth and then he'd start barking
1: which usually means he wants up on the bed
0: yes and often at that so if we put him up on the bed and then he doesn't immediately just sleep it's because there's thunder and he's anxious and he was very anxious yeah so gr dad was the 1 a.m hero and like took him into the guest room which you do sometimes let him out yeah and he still was like all wound up all wound up at three i kind of took over and and cb's like freaking out like he's he's making those sounds and then he's barking like bark 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 barking at us yeah and it's like what what can we do? We've taken him out. Like I tried feeding him, I think at 4 a.m. just in case he was weirdly hungry. He was super panicked. He
1: was nudging me. I mean, he us. Yeah, up to the us. bed and like nudge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Climbing on top of me.
1: Like we're like, we're, it's not thundering. It's, we don't put the thunder. We don't have that routine. Thunder shirt and the lavender and all yeah, that. Yeah, we know what to do for that. that. And we
0: tried all that stuff too. Like, okay, he's freaked out about something. Yeah. We've had, you know, most of our dogs that we've rescued will have a panic attack in their life. Mm -hmm. um it's not i mean swiz would freak out all the time but i think all queso jasmine maggie like they all had one or two panic attacks which sometimes
1: triggered by something we noticed sometimes not yeah
0: but sometimes not sometimes just it's you know probably some ptsd from like shit from before yeah and so okay like whatever three three thirty I was like, okay, let's medicate him like we do when there's a thunderstorm. So we give him a Xanax, we give him a melatonin, we spray him with the nice smelling spray. Is it lavender? It's it's, it's like chamomile, chamomile and there's a bunch of stuff in there, but I think chamomile is the, yeah. it smells really good. It smells
1: very calming to me. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure. Uh, and and if there's a thunderstorm and we do that 45 minutes at the outside, he's asleep on the floor and feeling pretty much fine. Yeah. Um. It that like combination any one thing doesn't do it but all of those things together work for him didn't make a damn difference <laughs> he was up and barking and whatever and i think around 5 he kind of quieted down for about half an hour but so we didn't sleep last night cuz even like when you were taking him from 1 to 3 like i wasn't sleeping really cuz he he's was barking so grumbly
1: and, and yeah barking and he was going back and forth and it was just he wasn't settling down at all
0: yeah and so we were both Like we, we tried to, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. So like for the thunderstorms, we're trying to teach him to self-soothe. I don't
1: think we've talked about that. That's an idea that I think John Rosh had, right? Or no?
0: I don't think so. Therapist Dave talked to me about this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But he does it with his
0: dog yes yes so so my therapist does it with his dog too which i found out after i told my therapist that we were doing it with the dog um so there's a thing called an extinction burst which people do but turns out dogs also do and so if it's like i'm like if i feel super anxious and i'm like dear dad i feel really anxious Uh, you know, whatever, I need you to, like, take care of me. I need you to, like, go get me a drink. I need you to go do this thing for me. I need you to go do this thing for me. I need you to go do this thing for me. Like, I'm kind of outsourcing.
1: That's your coping mechanism, yeah.
0: My coping onto you, (laughs) and and it keeps escalating. So now I need you to, like, make me a glass of tea and, like, rub my feet and put this washcloth on my head and, like, say these soothing words to me. Like, it can get really overwhelming when someone makes you responsible for calming them down and so if you just say jen i can't do all this stuff like you're going to have to calm yourself down i'm going to be like but i need you to do this i really need you to do this i'm really freaking out like i need you to do this and if you're like i love you but i really can't do this for you i'm going to super escalate yeah. and really freak out and feel really bad and and then this is an extinction burst where i'm like crying i'm super panicked and then once that's done I'm like suddenly calm and I'm like, okay.
1: Didn't really need the headband. Yeah.
0: That's right. And so when therapist Dave and I first talked about this, and we talked about this when I first went to very first started going to therapy when I was having a lot of anxiety about being sick. Cause I had been sick for a while. Uh, you know, he's like, okay, so you've got to stop doing all these things you're doing to try to make yourself feel better and just feel really anxious. And I was like out for a run. And I literally started sobbing in the middle of the run. And he was so excited when I came back the next time. He's like, you had this thing. And he's like, it's sort of like, if you put your money in the Coke machine, it's such a good analogy. And you like push the button and the Coke doesn't come out and then, like, you push it again, and it doesn't come out. And then you push it a bunch of times, and it doesn't come out. And you kick the machine. And then finally, you're just like, well, I guess it's not coming out. Because I don't want a Coke. This is the extinction burst, where you, like, you just keep trying more and more stuff and get really... And then you're just like, all right, well, I guess none of this is going to work anymore. And then suddenly, like, you're way calmer about it, and you're not looking for all of those things, because you just go, okay, like, this is... The reality yeah, the so point
1: the, is it gets really bad before it gets better
0: yes and it kind of escalates 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 and so kind of the worst thing to do for that is if i'm like ingo i need you to do this and and then you're like i can't and then i escalate 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 and i'm like throwing shit around the room and screaming and tearing my hair out and you're like okay let me go do it. Because then I have learned that if I really escalate it, you're going right. to do it. And so what are you going to do next? Yeah. Exactly, right? And I think we all have seen variations of that play this out This is not a real example, by the way. She no, does no, no. not do this. I don't. That's why I'm using it as an example. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think we've all had dynamics like that in relationships, whether it's with friends or siblings or, you know, parents. I mean, kids certainly do this with their parents. Um, or, you know, romantic relationships where it's like, Somebody, I certainly have had this in my crazy relationships where like, you know, I'll have a partner who just keeps throwing bigger and bigger fits trying to get me to do the thing they want. And if you give in, then it's just worse the next time. So this works with dogs too. Mm-hmm. And so last time we had a thunderstorm, we did all this stuff with Brody. And he wasn't like at his peak anxious, but he was still kind of freaked out. And I'm like, let's just see if we make him calm himself down. Uh, and it was, it was the first time I felt like empathy to parents who are trying to train their kids out of crying, right? Or the they, sleep,
1: sleep thing, sleep training, sleep training. Yeah. yeah same so,
0: idea. uh, obviously I don't have kids, but I, you know, I have plenty of friends who have kids and I like read their blogs and stuff. And so there's this all, I mean, I think mommy blogger wars about like, how do you teach your kids to just go to sleep and one of the methods is cry it out which is just like let them cry
1: that's the only method
0: and <laughs> is that what you did you do that with eva or did she not have a problem
1: she was terrible she was a terrible sleeper last night reminded me of some nights with eva yeah, when she was little
0: yeah and yeah so the cry it out method is basically like once they and i don't know what age it takes like been. a week yeah yeah and so you just let them scream and then eventually they're gonna go to sleep
1: but there's that extinction
0: but you gotta <laughs> let them do it again yeah, they're gonna get more and more freaked out and uh, and you just gotta let them go. And then once you live through that week, then they're typically pretty much fine after that. And, right. you know, you, and so I'm like, let's, and I, you know, I'd read this stuff, of parents going like, oh, it just breaks my heart to do that. And I'm like, you just like, okay. Like you don't want them to cry. You're just, but just you, like,
1: you didn't think of the details.
0: <laughs> I, no, I mean, like, I understand the agony of like a kid screaming. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But not like the, oh, my heart to like my poor baby, like that. I did not, I, I mean, I don't like babies, right? So like, I, I don't want to hear a kid cry either, but typically I just find it annoying as opposed to heart-wrenching. Not that I don't understand why parents feel that way, but it's just a, a hard point for me to connect to because I never feel, I think there's once in my life I have ever felt really sad hearing a kid cry. I much more feel kind of, that's irritating or that's a thing I have to fix, yeah. <laughs> not, oh, that poor soul. Right. Uh, so, anyway, as we were letting CB cry it out that night, I was like, okay, now I understand. Cause it hurt my heart for him to be like,
1: to not be able to soothe them. Yeah. Mom, please
0: save me. And just, and it worked though. We did it for 15, 20 minutes. He did settle down. Yeah. And he got more and more and more. And then he's like, okay, curled up and went to sleep. And he was fine. For the rest of the night.
1: It's going to be, this is the way it's going to be, I guess. All right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Like I'll be fine. And yeah, so I was telling my therapist, I'm like, my dog had an extinction burst last night. And he's like, oh yeah, we did that with our dog too. And he had all these like great advice. Anyway, we tried that last night and that didn't work at all. He was clearly very agitated about an actual thing and didn't need to just calm down. It was not good. And we had been taking him out intermittently over the night. So we weren't just like ignoring him and letting him thrash no no we're, just, we're like trying to hug him and stuff it? but he
1: was he was you know you'd hug him and he'd like slink loose or you know break loose and wander around and go back and forth he really didn't know what to do with himself
0: yeah uh but we did notice both of us took him out probably every half hour we ended up taking him outside and part of it's just because when he gets nervous he's kind of moves all over the place and uh and so we'll take him out and uh he went swimming like three times in the at middle of the 1:30 night 1
1: 30 at night he's going swimming <laughs>
0: like, man God. that's weird so now we have to dry him yeah in yeah. addition that's to everything true, yeah. uh but he was peeing a lot last night and and probably around five this morning i'm like maybe he has a urinary tract infection um for him because we would take him out and he'd pee like three or four times like try and obviously there's not much that comes out so uh he was freaked out like that until 11 this morning when he finally collapsed in (laughs) exhaustion. And, uh, we took him to the, I took him to the vet this afternoon and they did confirm that he has a urinary tract infection, a pretty bad one. It seems like a lot of inflammation. And so we are now home with antibiotics and pain medicine and he feels much better already. Um, which is usually how it works. Having had many urinary tract infections in my life, like usually you get that first dose of antibiotics on board and you feel so much better. Wow. And, uh,
1: Yay antibiotics.
0: Yeah. So he got those at like five. Um, and you know, at like eight, when I took him out, he went to the bathroom like normal for the first time. So, uh,
1: and now he's sleeping. So he's, he's cause sleeping. he had a rough night too.
0: Oh my God. So we're, we're both very tired. But he
1: is, he is the, least stoic of the dogs uh-huh. <laughs> so, i mean he we are discovering that he's a he's a very sensitive soul yeah and for he's, sure. and he's becoming expressive more a little bit more expressive about it but he also if he, something bothers him he'll complain about it if, oh yeah like venk she could be on fire and she'd just be kind of like yeah nothing's going on it's fine and hops would be as emo but she doesn't usually whine or anything you know yeah unless it's mental
0: so this morning at like seven so we're both up at that point. It's light out. CB's still up, freaking out. Uh, we're trying to figure out what to do. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call the vet. And then Guac's making this face. And I was
1: just thinking, man, we haven't had some, any dog drama in a few weeks. This is, this is actually, you know, CB freaking out is, is the first time in a while that there's been dog drama. We're, we're kind of due for I some just drama. was thinking that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so then Guac is like, <laughs> you guys remember that chicken toy that you gave me last earlier in the week a week ago yeah (laughs) so in we gave him this chicken toy with this like scary face scared scared face (laughs) and we have a couple toys of that brand and so it's a stuffed toy and inside the toy once you rip it open and pull the stuffing out there's a plastic toy on the inside yeah. uh, we had a shark and it had a foot a severed foot yeah, on the good. inside yeah. uh, the chicken had a fried egg a rubber fried egg toy but it was like
1: two inches thick fried it, was, egg. it was yeah, yeah big was like steak thick but it was a fried egg
0: yeah it looked like a fried egg and so when guac gets a hold of like rubber plastic toys like that he shreds them into bits and eats the bits and so he was which
1: is what he does with carrots but it's carrots
0: yeah I've
1: discovered his eating habits don't change if it's carrots or plastic.
0: Nope. So he was halfway through the egg when I figured out what he was doing, threw it away. But then the other half of the egg is in bits in guac, where it lived for three-ish days until 7 a.m. when he decided to puke it out in five different bouts onto the rug as we were dealing with CB.
1: (laughs) Because things were getting a little boring. (laughs) Guac. guac was not really affected. He was just like, "I'm going to do this."
0: Mm-hmm. No, he was not emotionally troubled at no, all.
1: He's emotionally he's stoic, yeah, but, but efficient.
0: And then he's like, "Oh, I feel much better I now, guys." Much better.
1: <laughs> Where's the next chicken? Where's <laughs> the next plastic thing? I'm going to eat this ball now.
0: Guac, you're lucky. I love you so much, Guac. Oh man, big boy.
1: He's a good boy.
0: So anyway, Guac is totally fine.
1: We're... He didn't need to follow up because he got rid of the foreign object.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of egg rubber bits. <laughs> In that puke that I cleaned up today. Uh, no. But he's he feels fine now. It's inert. Good job, Guac. Uh, so, yeah, CV's on the mend. Uh, they checked his thyroid, which is good. They did notice, like, something slightly concerning on the ultrasound of his bladder. Um,
1: potentially lumpy.
0: Potentially tumor, but also potentially just inflammation from having this bad UTI. So... Once he's done with the antibiotics, we'll go get that checked and hopefully it's gone and it's not a thing that we have to worry about. So that's the drama of the day. Other dog updates. The Brody Unloady is coming along quite well. And this week we finally have broken into the 80s. He was 89, I think 89.6 or 89.8 when we weighed he's on Tuesday. He's a
1: 89.
0: He's getting down there. So. It's a weird
1: thought. He's, what is that, about nine pounds more than um guac then guac yeah guac is three inches taller but
0: (laughs) yeah uh if we if brody loses another 10 pounds i think he'll he'll be in the good healthy range you still can't feel his ribs so he's still got a lot of extra padding on there
1: it's it's just fun. i mean notice i'm noticing the details about brody which is he's got teeny tiny feet Mm i mean we have two dogs with really giant feet now with saint patrick and guac yeah saint patrick disproportionately large oh, feet.
0: his feet are huge
1: but i mean brody has the feet of like dainty little
0: feet they're kind of like
1: deer feet. yeah <laughs> Kind of hooves. he has kind of hooves if he were in on ice he'd break through
0: <laughs> they're very small he got like a little point
1: bad at the mud
0: yeah so. uh wouldn't it be interesting if he ends up proportional to his feet yeah he'd yeah. be
1: like a he'd be he'd like look a ballerina like Saint Patrick. he'd be all lanky <laughs> so ballerina <laughs>
0: Right. He's doing a good job, though. He's, yeah, he's a good uh, sticking to his diet plan with the... He's sticking to... Well, we're not... Feed-
1: <laughs> he doesn't pick his own food. If he, if he got to choose his own food, he'd be b- blimping up again.
0: Well, yeah, but like Hops still does the like, look at us. Oh, yeah. Look at us with the big eyes, make the sound, and then walk over to the food bin and be like, I need extra, which <laughs> I give her. But Brody doesn't do that. He's always no. kind of like, wait, what? Why is she getting extra?
1: But then he forgets that that's a method.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh so anyway, we're finally in the 80s. So, we still got, you know, a few months to go of weight loss, but he's doing a great job. At the vet today, they were weighing him, and I was like, his weight loss is coming along well. And they're like, wow, he's lost like three pounds since the last time he was in. They were very impressed.
1: I think that's great encouragement.
0: You're doing a good job, Brody.
1: Brody. And he's, uh, a, he's a big swimmer these days.
0: Yes, he's swimming a lot more, which is super obnoxious in the middle of the night uh but it's great hopefully you know because he doesn't like to walk at all and you can tell his back legs are are kind of weak not kind like st patrick x
1: but knees. like is that a thing x legs you don't say x legs do you no in, in german it's x-beinig or o-beinig o-bein is bowed legs there's yeah. an o in between your knees
0: and knock knee, where your knees touches x is that you make
1: an x yeah right? the knees come together in the middle and make an x yeah so, yeah, but so it's not an English word. No. <laughs> knock-kneed. He's, he's a little knock-kneed.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they he kind of, his back legs crouch a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's certainly just arthritis from him. But you understand why with that he wouldn't want to walk. And so even if he's just walking around in the water, that gets him to burn some calories. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's great. Uh, let's see. We did our ghosts photo shoot. People like the ghost dogs. They were very patient with their ghost costumes.
1: I think it's still funny to try to figure out who's who. And you kind of <laughs> can from the schnoops and the People did a good faces. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I posted,
0: like, all... I mean, St. Patrick obviously had his head out, but people, most people got the other ones right. So He's,
1: he's selectively good at sitting still.
0: He didn't... I was like, I'm not going to cover his head because he's already so confused. And the best I got was him, like, behind that palm front. I'm like, you know what? It's fine.
1: Bless his heart. Yep. I mean, he's always kind of just... Surprised to be where he is, and he's like, "Who are you guys? How's it going? What am I doing here? Where do I go?" Oh, I'm okay. We're going
0: here now. This is okay. Yep, yep. And he wags, and he likes French fries. Oh my gosh, he loves French fries. (laughs) He does. He does loves junk food. Uh, Yeah. Still, he's still with us. Still happy. Yep. No No improvements. No downturns. Yeah.
1: Symptoms. Actually, no. He's
0: got a. He's got a little bit of stiffness starting in his front left leg
1: he's down to one leg (laughs) he wasn't doing well. he was he had like two really good ones in the front before now he's got one really good one in the front
0: yeah the left one is is sort of (laughs) off and on but there was a point i think over the weekend where he was standing there and he had the front left leg really straight and he kept sticking it out in front of him and then putting it back down and sticking it out like for quite a while so he didn't want to put any weight on it so you know, he, St. Patrick is like, he looks great on the snaps. We, I don't post snaps of him falling down on his butt, which he does a hundred times a day. <laughs> he, <laughs> right.
1: He hates tile. Well, he doesn't hate anything. He he's, falls down on his butt on the carpet too, though. He's fine doing what he does. He's yeah. not emotionally affected by this, but he, he can't really stand up on tile. And he slides around and he's half time. He's banging into the walls.
0: But, but it's like, it's not like this problem is solved with the booties. He nah. falls down on the carpet. Too.
1: no when he stands when he stands he sways i mean he's got Back he's got some, he's, he's not he's unsteady falls
0: over sideways but again yes.
1: he doesn't stress about it
0: no he doesn't care what i don't want like i see a lot of comments now like on twitter of people going like you know seeing him like do his little gallop on the snaps and being like man that doesn't look like a dog that's letting arthritis keep him down and i'm great that we're showing you his happiest moments Yep. he um, certainly has them he no, does no he's doubt. a very happy dog but his functionality continues to decline at a not a rapid pace but a steady pace he and probably
1: can't hear and we don't know what he can see and he his smell works for fast food really well yeah he can smell a french fry
0: he's what i'm saying is he's still day to day like we could absolutely wake up tomorrow and he has a leg that's not working yeah and if you know, we do all the stuff that we know might work and it's not working, then it's his time. Like, he's he could be here for a long time, I don't think he will be, but but he's sort of like assessed per day. He's uh, he's because he's not getting better. Yep, uh, he's in the he's, bonus, yep. But the good thing is that he's still very happy, mm-hmm. and and that they aren't necessarily right when they've got really bad arthritis and stuff that they aren't necessarily happy, but he is
1: he doesn't he's not suffering, nope, he just got like can't do some things or does things weirdly but they're like he's like very normal about it yeah oh this is how i'm doing things today
0: yep so that's the dog updates um i made a note that we were going to talk about the word groke do you remember the word groke it was the word of the day from miriam webster oh yeah groke is to stare at someone like a dog <laughs> hoping that they'll while they're eating hoping that they'll give you some of what they have g-r-o-a-k, like...
1: G-R-O-A-K right or is it
0: g-r-o-a-k yeah groke so I grok at GR dad when he's got French fries and I ate all my fries already.
1: Rarely necessary since you have the power of speech and no comp- no hesitation to use. It. I was gonna
0: say I also just will take your fries. I'm gonna be like, oh to yeah, get you also have my fries. I'm just you gonna
1: take hands also. But our dog's definitely grok. They I mean, sure do, especially Guac, whose head is tall enough to go above the tabletop. I mean, he'll be at eye level with the he bowl and the plate, his and head he just on kind the of table. looks. He's looking right at the plate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's down for him.
0: <laughs> Walk, You're my boy.
1: But he's very good about not just grabbing it. He's not, a, he's not a complete... No, that's right. When we're not watching, he's a surfer. But when we're watching, he's kind of careful.
0: Mm-hmm. Brody is a thief, though. Like, you can be holding a piece of pizza in your hand, and he's he'll...
1: Like, controlling myself, Control No longer controlling Ow. myself. Yeah.
0: Chomps that pizza. Swiss was like that, too. So, anyway, that's a good word. Groke. Yeah. You have a German word of the week for us?
1: Yeah. Someone suggested Haken Porsche. Which what does that is, mean? I think it, it was when after we talked about schnutenpulli <laughs> the word which I think is a northern German word for Schnoot sweater it's <laughs> a face mask people use it for a face mask now yeah but someone said hackenporsche which is uh, shopping trolley Porsche is Porsche but hacke is like your your ankle like a shopping your, cart? Your, your your heel your heel it is like it can be a shopping cart I think but it's also like those German ones where it's pull them behind you
0: like the little cart like if you live kind of near the grocery store and you want to bring your groceries home yes put them in that little cart which is
1: now developed into like rolling carry-on bags for for most you know that's what those are like but it's what you're pulling it and it's banging into your your your, (laughs) how (laughs) i picture it yeah but yeah haken porsche
0: haken porsche okay Mm -hmm. all right here oh that's
1: guac's head because he's so tall he bangs his head on the bottom of the table.
0: So this, our Keys story this week was sent to us by Samantha O.T. on Twitter. This uh, is a good one, actually. This is a good one from Florida Keys News. So it's not from Conk Life. Conk Life basically just restates the police reports. Uh, Gwen Filosa writes for Key, Florida Keys News and the Miami Herald. She covers the Keys for yes. the Miami Herald. She so she really wrote Really good this. work for the Herald. Yeah. yeah. So she actually writes things as opposed to just rehashes things. And so this is... He posted fish photos from his Keys vacation. Then he went to jail. Dun, dun,
1: dun. A North
0: Florida man came to the Florida Keys in August and fished, chronicling his vacation by posting videos and photos on his Facebook page. But some of those catches, police said, were crimes. The Facebook posts show a protected Goliath grouper being filleted, a batch of undersized lobster on the grill, and an undersized nurse shark placed in a swimming pool that's treated with chlorine at his vacation rental and marathon, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission.
1: That is some serious bullshit this... beyond fish mismatching, by Indeed. the way. Indeed.
0: This guy's a dick. He went to jail on Tuesday after he was arrested on charges of cruelty to animals for the nurse shark that he put in the chlorinated pool and harvesting a Goliath grouper and possession of six undersized lobsters. Ha! This guy lives near Jacksonville. He remained locked up at a Monroe County jail on Tuesday evening on an $18,000 bond. Extend your vacation in jail, buddy. <laughs> One photo on Facebook showed that he had a Goliath grouper on the dock of the vacation house. You can't catch those, man. They are protected.
1: Now yeah, you heard that and you were like... "Oh." <gasps>
0: As soon as I saw him, like, he caught a Goliath grouper. You can't do that. You can't
1: do that. They're like magical fish.
0: Yeah. Another photo showed him scaling and cutting the Goliath on a fillet table. Photos <sighs> posted August
1: 27th. I mean, that's like cutting and filleting a mermaid. Yes. Not a good-looking mermaid, but a mermaid. <laughs> also You're true. Just rare, you know... You wouldn't, you wouldn't ever do it if you knew anything about fishing down here
0: this dude told police he didn't know the big fish he filleted was a goliath grouper a species that has been protected in the state and federal waters off florida since 1990 quote what the hell is that i just thought it was a fish
1: and what did you say about the fishing licenses here
0: they tell you they list the fish that you can't catch and, and they like list the sizes one, there's not that many
1: and number three and number seven
0: the dude also said to the cops i'm not going to jail i have a family to support and he just—I want to note—he's in jail right now. He's in jail. I'm right really
1: impressed by that. But then, also, that doesn't explain the freaking nurse shark. That's just mean.
0: Yeah. So the investigation began September 23rd after someone sent Fish and Wildlife Captain DePrey a video spotted on the dude's Facebook page. This is a thing. If you commit wildlife violations on your vacation in the Keys and you post it on Facebook, people are going to find it and they are going to report you. People like,
1: in the Keys are of narky about that because it's their backyard i totally get it now having oh my backyard be here
0: the the key is like we survive off tourists and tourists come here because it is uncorrupted natural beauty and so if you're out like murdering our fish and like harvesting protected corals and yeah. feeding poison you know, feeding bread to deer, which actually poisons their digestive tracts, Like they're killing all the stuff people come here for. So yeah, people in the keys, there's a ton of these stories where people find like pictures of corals drying outside a vacation home. And then like, those are protected corals and you know, they who send it to, comes the to check out those corals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he's, Oh, cause this is fish and wildlife. <laughs> this is had territory up in marathon. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So they sent the video to the Fish and Wildlife Commission. The video shows a small nurse shark swimming in the bottom of a swimming pool. A young boy dives down and grabs the nurse shark and brings it to a man on the deck who shows it to some people. At one point in the video, this dude is also holding the nurse shark. The shark is extremely sluggish and close to near death, says the FWC report. It shows no resistance or ability to fight or get away. The Fish and Wildlife Commission said the shark had been tormented by being placed in chlorinated water.
1: Good for fish and wildlife, Heck man. yes. Yeah, good for them to have empathy for animals.
0: Indeed. It's good. The shark is no more than 24 inches long. The law states someone cannot harvest a nurse shark shorter than 54 inches long. Hope, I hope if you try, that fucker bites you. They don't really bite, but...
1: Shouldn't harvest sharks anyway. Leave the what sharks are, alone. What are, what are we, in the Middle Ages? Like, jeez, come on, guys.
0: Police said they captured the video on the dude's Facebook page, and the post is headlined, Little Sand Shark. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Enjoy jail, Dick. All right. Anyway, thanks, Gwen. You, I love your stuff. That was a good article.
1: Seems like good comeuppance.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Anything to add before we sign off for the week?
1: No. Don't eat any plastic toys. It's never a good idea.
0: And don't bite anyone unless they ask you. Oh yeah.
1: Don't bite anyone unless they
0: ask. Bye. Bye.